Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Trampoline Hall podcast. I'm your host, Misha Globerman. Trampoline Hall is a lecture series that takes place in a bar in Toronto. People give lectures on all kinds of subjects, with the one restriction being that they can't lecture on subjects on which they are professionally expert. After each lecture, we take questions from the audience. Um, uh, a little while ago, uh, we I, I was running out of things to say, and so I uh, talked to uh, my partner, Margot Williamson, on the phone. She thought I should talk to people on the phone, um, just not to her. Uh, so we're going to try to talk to... Um, Laurie McGregor. Laurie McGregor is, she does a lot of things at Trampling Hall, but I think most notably, she's the person who set up the chairs for many, many years. And, and um, uh, the setup of the chairs is a really big part of the show. Uh, well, let's, let's get Laurie on the line here and see if we can see if this works here. I'm going to get her on my phone. Hello? Hey, Laurie. Hello. Hey, it's Misha calling. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sitting here with Josh, and we're recording uh, for the podcast. And we thought we'd talk to you a little bit about uh, the chairs. Sounds good. Do you now? And now, one of the things that you and I share is I'm obviously um, very fascinated uh, with the setup of chairs. And I, I think I always have to mention that, like, I I wrote a book with Sheila called "The Chairs Are Where the People Go." So, but we both think a lot about how those chairs get set up. Yeah, I think I spend an inordinate amount of time thinking about how those chairs get set up. Do you have it's an... probably not healthy. <laughs> do you have any do you have any like thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on how they get set up? Yeah, I mean, I guess the chairs get set up pretty fastidiously uh, to get as many people in that room as we can. I think we played around with a lot of different ways that we could possibly set up the chairs. Um, but we wanted people to kind of feel I guess intense and excited about the show but right. also about the people around them right yeah that's right that's right that's right so tell me more about that uh well originally we'd wanted to angle all of the chairs so that everybody could see each other right so that it wasn't just about the show at the front of the room but it was also about the show of people kind of beside you so you could see people and see their expressions while they were watching the show and while people were asking questions in the q a yeah yeah um and I think we, we got to do that once at, uh, <laughs> when when we had the show at Fort York. Yeah. That felt like the best time we'd ever achieved that effect because there was so much space. Does it bother you that when people listen to the podcast, they can just sit wherever they want? <laughs> um, I don't think we need to tell people at the beginning of the podcast that in order to listen to it, they have to sit in a high-backed chair from Canadian Tire. It's, it's unusually, this is unusually forgiving of us, I think. Yeah. 
Okay, well, there you go, podcast listeners. You have Laurie McGregor's permission to sit uh, however you like uh, when you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> but when you come to the show, you should sit exactly where we tell you to sit and no no uh, monkey business. Okay, th- well, thanks a lot. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll see you soon. Bye. Uh, once again, I should warn you, this, uh, this podcast might contain mature language. And uh, now I'll introduce uh, the lecturer for this episode. The topic is being in the way, and the lecturer is Michael Higginson. Hello. Thank you. Um, My name is is Michael Higginson, and I'm uh, going to be talking to you this evening about being in the way, um, which is a a topic I chose because it's something I um, worry about a lot and I um, feel a lot. Um, And I don't don't want to presume to uh, suggest that, um, that I feel more in the way than anyone else does. Um, or that I'm more sensitive to being in the way than, than any of you are. I'm just, I just, I'm just trying to say that it makes me feel itchy. Um, so besides being in the way, I'm also going to talk to you about feeling in the way. And, um, and then if you'll indulge me, I'd like to briefly explore the question, um, am I in the way? And... And, and depending on the outcome of that, um, either uh, should I get out of the way or, uh, or why do I feel in the way? So um, one of the places that I, um, I'm very aware of, of being in the way is at like a live music venue, like a concert, like Lee's Palace or something like that. And um, I guess part of it's maybe because I'm tall and, and you know, I know people want to see the stage or whatever, but sometimes when I look behind me, I'm, I think that the, that the crowd is less dense directly behind me. Um, the other thing I notice is that you know, people are always trying to go to the, get to the front of the stage to, for a better view or whatever, or b- back to the bar or to their coats or to meet their friends or whatever. And then I see them you know, trying to get through the crowd and like, kind of try to plan routes for them. And, um, <laughs> and, I, and I feel, you know, I realize that... It, I, I really want to get out of their way. And uh, so one of the things... So I will... If I can, I will try to get out of their way. And even sometimes if it's so crowded, like, even if all I can do is, like, tense my body like a bow, you know, and, and, then, and then they'll walk through. And then what happens is then another person... You know, once... Sometimes you just... If you're trying to get through a crowd and if you see someone making their way through, you just kind of get behind them and you just sort of go with them. So then another person will go through and another person will go through. And what I've realized is happening there is that by trying to get out of the way, I have created a way that I'm now in. Another thing thing that I do fairly frequently is, in the summer, I will buy delicious-looking berries. And, um, And I'll put them in my fridge. And every time I open my fridge, I will... I'll see those berries there, and I'll think, man, they look good. And I'll think, you know, I really want to eat those berries. But instead of eating those berries, I get worried that by eating the berries now, I will be depriving myself at some point in the future when I might have gotten even more pleasure from eating the berries. And so, and so I'll do that until eventually the berries rot in my fridge. This, ha- this happens, like, every year. And, uh, 
And I think what's going on there is that my feeling, my feelings of being in the way are being in the way. They're getting in my way. So, <laughs> so it's I it's I, I don't know it's, I don't know if it's it's maybe a subtle difference, but I think these there's there's an important point that I think I'm hoping that those examples illustrated a bit, and that's that there's a difference between being in the way and feeling in the way. That there are distinct things. It's possible to um, feel in the way when you're not in the way. So I don't know if it will it, it, to, to help illustrate that that point. Um, so is this going to work? Okay. So if you imagine like along this axis, if you had being in the way and not being in the way, and then here. If you had feeling in the way and not feeling in the way, and then you could think about um, if you if you think about like how much of the time you are in the way versus aren't in the way and feel in the way versus not feel in the way, and then then each of us occupies some point on this chart. And of course, the, the corners kind of become, you know, the corners are sort of interesting places. So if you look at the, you know, the top right here, being in the way, feeling in the way, these are, this is um, like you're clumsy and you're socially awkward. And then, and then here, this is feeling in the way, but not in the way. That's, um, those are your neurotics and your guilt ridden. And then here, this is being in the way, not feeling in the way. And that's, um, these are like assholes and children. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then in this corner is uh, not being in the way, not feeling in the way. And that's, those are, those are your super people. This is, like, I think Oprah Winfrey probably was there. So... So, so, so I asked myself the question, you know, I know I feel in the way, but, but I asked myself the question, am I in the way? Um, so, so I thought about that question for a while, and, and of course I, I realized that the question doesn't make a lot of sense um, as, as, a, as a legitimate question, because, um, you know, there's sort of like there's this important preposition that's missing uh, of, um, so... Basically, when I'm talking about being in the way, I'm talking about being an obstacle or a hindrance, and that's that's a concept that applies between um, you know two entities. So the the question really isn't "Am I in the way?" The question is, "What am I in the way of?" And uh, I I I don't even know half the time. <laughs> um, so I guess I didn't get very far with that question. Um, but so then I did ask myself the question, given that I don't even know what I'm in the way of, but I feel in the way, why do I feel in the way? So I did a, I did a Google search. And, um, and so it turns out if you do a Google search on uh, feelings of apprehension, there's like four, 420,000 hits. And if you do one on feelings of um, guilt, there's 1.2 million hits. But if you do a Google search on feelings of being in the way, there's, there's only two hits. <laughs> um, 
and none of them seemed to apply. So, so that I didn't know what to do with with that. But I but I did find I did find a um, a, a website called uh, beinginthewayorg and and so I went and it was in the services tab. So there's like a services tab on the web page, and the first sentence on that, when you click on the tab, it says, um, we can answer almost any Christian question that might be asked. Um, and I didn't, I should say I'm not, I'm not a Christian, um, and I, didn't, I don't really think of my question as, as a Christian question. Um, but so far, this is the closest I'd come to finding anyone offering any sort of guidance. <laughs> So, so I wrote to um, I wrote to the, the Reverend Moore at, at beinginthewayorg <laughs> with the question, "Why do I feel in the way?" <laughs> and and I, I have to admit that. So and he wrote back. He wrote back, and it's, um, and I have to admit I, I did get a little bit I guess defensive maybe. Um, when he, uh, in the third paragraph, if I understand him correctly, he compared answering my question to explaining how a space shuttle is constructed to a newborn baby. <laughs> in, the, in, that, in that the infant has the capacity to understand, but cannot understand at the moment of explanation that there needs to be some education and maturation first. Um, so, so that that said, and you know, and while I while I didn't really agree with his what his, his sort of his his main conclusion, which was that um, that a way has been made that through Jesus, where we can be salvaged and return to our original purpose, only by following Jesus and living life as outlined in the Bible can we obtain true joy, peace, and happiness. Only by being in the way can we hope to survive this world and be ready for the next. So I don't think that applies <laughs> to my question. But, there, but he did raise um, a couple of points. There were a couple of things that, at least when taken out of context, um, <laughs> I thought, I thought were, were applicable. Um, and in particular, he said that, um, that we, are unique, we are unique with self-determination and choice. Um, that the anxiety around feeling in the way is generated not by the conditions, but by one's perception of the conditions, and, um, and that a person must accept who they are, how they are, and be comfortable with, within themselves and their environment. So, so he talked about choice and perception and, um, and self-acceptance. And, um, and then, so I kind of thought about that, and I've, I realized that for me, you know, and I want to generalize or whatever, but I, I do think that for me, this, this sort of constant state of, feeling in the way or this anxiety towards feeling in the way. I think for me, it, it, it does have to do with, with, with my choices and sort of the lack of perception or the, lap, the lack of the um, ability to anticipate um, the ways in which my choices affect the world. And, um, and I think that that's probably a, a problem that, that can't really be solved fully, that it, the world's too complex to understand. Um, but that, you know, that the Reverend Moore's right, that it's by I, I need the self-acceptance to sort of accept myself as, as being in the way and learn to simply just <laughs> be in the way. <laughs> Thank you very much.
You're listening to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm Misha Goldman. Up next, the Q&A. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are there, uh, are there, are there, are there any, uh, are there any questions? Uh, yes, you, sir. Yes. I wonder if you can uh, share an example of uh, a time where you uh, maybe asserted yourself. You know, where you weren't sure if you were in the way, and you just pushed forward anyways. Maybe. Um, ask somebody on a, a date or, or something and, and tell us what that experience was like. So the, the question is whether you can think of a time when you pushed through the feeling of being in the or way? Asserted yourself. Or asserted yourself. And you just... Yeah, right. Asking yeah, someone yeah. on a date being an example, but not maybe not the one that you necessarily want. Um, yeah, well, I think that um, it's interesting because there are times when I feel like righteously in the way. Um, <laughs> like when I cross at a crosswalk, like I push the button and point. <laughs> and and I never doubt it. I mean, in fact, I, like I don't know if you guys know the crosswalk at um, Sterling Road, like across Dundas at Sterling Road on, on the bridge there. But um, cars really kind of whip across that bridge, and, and I still live on Sterling Road, and um, it, and I I make a point of pressing that button, and even if the car's speeding, like I take that step, and I tr- I scare the driver or whatever, like that maybe I don't see them or whatever, because because. I, I know I'm right, and I know that, that people need to know that there's a crosswalk there and drive like there's a crosswalk there. So, so I, there, there are times when, you know, when my values, you know, when I guess I'm clear on, on a value judgment or something. Most of the time I'm not, but uh, I am kind of capable of, of um, feeling certain. <laughs> But they said, I think you said I'm somewhat capable of, and then someone yelled, crossing the street. <laughs> and then they, their, their friends had a little laugh. Um, uh, yes, yes, you, sir. Have you ever tried to follow your bliss? Have you ever tried to follow your bliss? No. <laughs> Next question. I, I, I don't know what that means, to be honest. Do you, all right, do, do you... Uh... I, I'm fine with no as my answer. You're, if you're, you're okay with it. You're okay with no? 
Alright, so you, you cr cross the street, yes, follow bliss, no, we're doing, we're doing okay. Yes, yes, you, yes, you. Where are you on the chart right now? Where are you on the chart? Right now? Yeah, that's a great question. Where are you right now? I guess the, the, the longer it takes me to answer the question, I start moving up. In the <laughs> but it is, it is sort of impressive if you, if you can feel in the way when you are, like, you know, giving a, a lecture to people who are here to, to have you give the lecture. Yeah. Like, it's like, what could you be in the way of? Well, there's a number of things. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm aware that um, I'm, I'm in the way of you all getting to go home. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm also in the way of someone else who could have done the lecture. That's you. Um, I, I could probably come up with more. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, what happens when you meet someone else who's in the way? <laughs> what happens when you meet someone else who's in the way is the question. I, I try to, if we all just veered right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we, you know what, can we universally make that agreement now? Yeah. Just we all yeah. veer right in any situation where... So, Right, and also um, the, 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 the side that the door goes out, th those people should wait while the people on, this, on the inside side of the door, <laughs> let them go out first. You hold the door and then you go in. Yeah, that's it. Otherwise, because then you can't hold the door open because it's out and, and they're in your way and you gotta, you know, it just works way better the other way. Yeah, that's it. That seems to both seem like the right answers. Yeah, both literally and I think figuratively too. I think we can we can we can imagine what that means figuratively without having to explain it. Uh, anything else? Yes, yes, you. Yes. Uh, can you think? Uh, can you relate an uh, uh, example of when you dramatically got the hell out of the way? Good question. I well, I, I felt in the way romantically before, and uh, so maybe I've gotten out of the way in that regard. What does that what does that mean? Oh well just like you know, have you ever been with someone and you and you know that maybe like they're um they should be with someone else? You're like, oh you really you really you really belong with that next person you're dating after me is really gonna yeah. work out for yeah. you? <laughs> I don't know if I actually have have had that. So that so that's something so you sometimes you're like, oh I I'll I'm gonna vacate this space for a Yeah, I mean I don't know, that's it's, I, I mean, it's not like I do it with like convictions. I don't know if I get the hell out of the way, but, but to make a decision like that is sort of that's, uh, you need a lot of sort of emotional or momentum. Um, you know, but you do it with kindness. <laughs> okay, so, so, so yeah, so I think that's a, that's a good example. Anything else? Anything else people would like to know? Yes, yes, you ma'am. How did you think about the question is how did you from the previous lecturer she's like how did you come up with that cool chart idea <laughs> is what she wants to know <laughs> well, well I don't know I guess for me like the, the, the difference between what you feel and what you think are it's a really fundamental difference I think it's a really important difference um, and it's 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 one I use um, a lot in terms of making decisions and making choices. So, um, and I, I don't know. I guess like the, the degree in science, and that's we think that way or, or whatever. They use the, they use it in sciences. The graph, the x and y axes. They're the top two axes in the sciences. <laughs> so they're probably just he had extra ones lying around. I did I did um I did think about introducing a time element to it. Not not graphically, but at least suggesting that. Um, 
you know, when you go home tonight or something, uh, like after you've kind of figured out where you on, are on the graph, you could think about maybe like the spiral or whatever shape your life has taken so far and <laughs> maybe extrapolate and to where you're headed or whatever. Whoa. Cool. <laughs> uh, that's, I, I, I will actually do that. <laughs> uh, but I said, I go to you, you, you're sort of close to the middle in the back. Uh, you, you, do you have like a Wonder Years type narration running through your head when you're... <laughs> <laughs> the question is, do you have a Wonder Years type narration running through your head at, at all times? Or when, he's, when you're feeling in the way? When you're feeling in the way. Or, is it like or is it a different, a narration from a different television program? <laughs> is that your question? <laughs> um... I, I probably not. It's phys It's just. It's very physical. Um, I. I. I cannot settle down um, until I sort of resolve the the in the way situation, and it and it can come up on you. Like the way. Uh, here's a point that I didn't make into my lecture, but the way is changing. The way is always changing. You know. So you might be somewhere and you're you think you're off. You know, in the corner or whatever, and then someone like puts a chair somewhere, and then all of a sudden people need to get around the chair, and, and now you're in their way. So. Um, and then, then you panic, <laughs> or, or you just move. But what I really, where I want to get is, I want to get to the point where I move the chair. Do you have do you have strong feelings about like other people being in the way? Like if you're at a party and people are standing in the doorway, are you like, how can like I don't know why that's example, but like does it, do you feel strongly or any other example? Uh, no, I, I I sympathize with them. I know how they feel. But you don't like because they might feel not in the way, right? Like that's the. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you know. I, you know, I will, I will tap someone on the shoulder or right. say excuse me or whatever, right. and I don't know. And then I guess if they were, if they blew me off or something, I, right. yeah, then I'd maybe feel okay. But you're not like particularly intolerant of in the wayness in other people. No, you know? no. I and if anything, I think I'm very tolerant of it. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Um, uh, oh, oh, look, yes, up in the sound booth, yes. Um, have you? Do you feel like you've developed a method of actually being able to? Quantify being in the way at all, like actually, like yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, because because in some way the like, graph, it's almost like right. we can only travel along the feeling in the way axis, and then the being in the way axis is like inaccessible to us. So is there right. a way that you can tell whether you actually are in the way as opposed to just by reference to your feelings? It, um, is that your question? More or less. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I am convinced that there are at any point probably maybe an infinite at least. A, a number of ways that you are in. <laughs> and, and I don't think it's possible to know them right, all. Right. But, but, the, but they obviously, they obviously matter. I mean, anytime, anytime you're casting a shadow, you're, you're in the way, like at, right. at some level. But obviously some of them yeah. matter, matter more than others. Yeah, but, and, but I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I think about, um, um, you know, before the, the downturn, um, <laughs> the, the media talked a lot about... Uh, you know, low environmental impact or whatever, you know, and reduce your water usage or something. And, you know, I started thinking, like, every time I drink a glass of water or, or whatever, flush a toilet or, you know, stand in the shower for, like, ever, um, <laughs> you know, that I'm wasting water. And, but what am I going to do? Die? Like, <laughs> you know, and then, then I'm in the way of my mother's happiness. Like, it's, it's just, there's nothing. It's hopeless. Okay, yes, yeah. Is there any point at which you feel like you could play with being in the way or feeling in the way? Like, say you feel in the way? Could you, like, play with being in the way or feeling in the way? Like, recognize that maybe you feel or are in the way and then 
Um, well, some, sometimes, sometimes at the office I work at, um, with with people I like, but maybe I'm not super close with, but I, but I like, but I just don't want to tell them I like them. So, but I'll, I'll like, inten- like do like a. W- I, I will, I'll make it hard for them to pass me in the hall. <laughs> that's that, uh, that's me being affectionate. So for you, like liking someone and being in their way are like pretty close, pretty well, close feelings. Is that the? Well, when you think about it. So it's like, yeah. so yeah. like, what it I means to, to like, me, yeah. like, so if you're married from someone, like you're really stopping them from getting anywhere at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they got to deal with me. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Do, do you think that I'm suddenly thinking just um, the the minister who is in who is. In the right way. Yeah. Like, do you think that you're actually just where everyone wants to be all the time? Like, do you think you're in these channels of, you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, no, I, I, no, I actually, I don't really think there's anything special about where I am. Because <laughs> you're like the reason you're so much in the way is because like you're like at the crossroads of all the action in the world kind of thing, right? It's like I was just standing here and they built this doorway and a road through where I am. Like, <laughs> Maybe that guy knows that, and I seek them out or I'm drawn to them, sort of. The way magnet is the suggestion. You are you are the magnet for the way. You are the way. You are the one true way. Well, I, I will think about that. <laughs> well, like, I feel as long as we've given you something to think about, we can we can stop. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Higginson. Trampoline Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. Uh, if you enjoy the Trampoline Hall podcast, why not tell people about it? You can post a review on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. Um, this podcast is produced by Josh Block. Our theme music was composed by Matt Smith. Uh, Trampoline Hall is a sumo audio podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Twitter or Facebook if you have any comments or feedback. Uh, I'm Misha Globerman. Thanks for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.